6: on this program are based on the holy spirit leading of a man called coach
5: i gotta ask you this out there
6: christian america it's time for pass the salt with a coach dave daubenmeyer well it's
5: election day at least it's election day here where i live and went online and looked yesterday there's not a whole lot of stuff on there to vote vote on other than a couple central committee members and and uh, some inter-party squabblings, those kind of things. But, uh, you know, it's sad. Election Day used to be a big deal. Everybody remember that? Does everybody remember when everybody in the United States of America all voted on the same day? You, you remember that? It was called Election Day. In fact, uh, I, I believe that I could be wrong. I believe it used to be a, a holiday. They closed down so everybody could go vote. And sadly, we've reached the, the point in America, yeah, I don't even know if it matters if you vote. I said to Michelle last night, you know, golly, it, I got to work some time in today to go vote and then you just it says does it even matter does it does it you guys have any confidence at all in the vote do we have any confidence that 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 the votes are going to be legally cast legally counted uh the the honest uh, assessment of the election if we don't have fair and free elections we don't have we don't have a republic anymore so i don't i don't know what we're going to do about it i don't know uh you know the electronic world that we live in folks is it is it is amazing like i said you go go on your go on your uh go on google and search anything i don't care what it is search baseball caps i ordered some caps yesterday search baseball caps and then you'll find out that the next three days caps advertisements for caps are popping up everywhere everywhere you log in (laughs) So so this idea that, that number one that we're not being manip- manipulated, or number two, that uh they're not listening in on what we're doing. I got I got some I got some good stuff for you this morning I want to talk to you about. Let's before we get too deep, Myra, get ready. Come on in here with your prayer, but get ready, but not yet. And uh <clears throat> look, go go to um uh, who have I got Spencer's one. Yeah, hey Spence, go to uh, our our uh yeah, man, you're reading my mind. You're reading my mind. And I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on this, but we've put a new thing up there on the 14th. Betty's event is on the 12th in St. Clairsville. It's on the 12th. And then that next day, we're having a central Ohio huddle for men, men only from one until four Sunday afternoon. Now we would like anybody can come. You can come from every, wherever you want to come, but this is primarily a local thing. So if you're, if you're within an hour, an hour and a half, we would love for you to try to come. Here's your admission charge. You must bring somebody with you that is not a member of the, of, our, of the huddle. You got to bring somebody with you. If you come alone, I'm not gonna let you in. If it's your nephew, if it's your if it's your brother, if it's your dad, if it's your friend. It's get them primed up now. Sunday afternoon, August 14th, from one until four o'clock. You say, well, coach, what are you guys gonna do there? Well, we're gonna we're going to get together. We're going to get to know each other. We're going to eat a little bit. A bit. We're going to talk a little bit, and we're going to argue a little bit. We've got to begin to get to. But can I tell you this? Well, I'll get. I'll get to it in a second. Okay. And then a lot of other good stuff going on. But we were just. We're just getting this up here today. So please, men, John, all you guys out there, make plans to come. We need you. And then we're going to expand it. We're going to expand it beyond there because I. I uh, I'll get into that. I had a great. Uh, Three, two great interviews that I want you guys to be able to access. Go to Coach. De, go to our. Uh, Jared may not have it up there yet. Go to our video platform if you can. Yes, did a I did one with Tom Dunn yesterday. I don't think it's up there yet. I was on our my uh, Brady on show yesterday was with Tom Dunn. It was fabulous, folks. Tom Tom did a really really good job. And that's up there. It takes fifty some minutes to be able to watch it. And then I did one last night. Uh, with Peggy Hall, I don't even know if you guys know who Peggy Hall is. I've been kind of a a distant follower of her. You I know, mean, I don't I don't watch her every day. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't watch me. In fact, I don't even think she she knew really who I was. And uh, wow, we had an we had an electric <laughs> back and forth last night. That will be posted. It's not it's not posted yet. But uh, Peggy Hall is another one that certainly is worth worth following. And her husband is a pastor and. He's an unashamed pastor. And I've got to be careful because I'm going to start barking at pastors again here if I'm not careful. Because the the, the situation we're in is is because our team is disorganized, disunified. We have, sadly, it's the truth. It's where we are. And uh, we have to figure out a way how we're going to bring this whole thing together. Thank you for throwing it up. That was a Zoom event of me and Peggy Hall, for those of you who don't know Peggy Hall. Now the great evening last night because Bob, Bob and Tammy are here. Bob finished painting the, uh, the cross last night. The, the whole looks it looks unbelievable. Bob and Tammy came and Steve Deck's been here for a couple of days. We were doing some cleanup and Ken Wardine and and uh, so I, I just grateful for all the all the volunteers out there who come and help us do stuff here at Sky High because I, I you know, honestly I can't keep up with it. I can't keep up with it. I I need my lawn mower blades sharpened. I think you take them off and use one of those. I think. Gonna to try to figure out how to get that done today, whatever whatever that would look like. And and uh just god God bless all those folks that, that come and help. Can't uh, uh can't rep- can't repay them enough. And uh praise the Lord. So let me jump in here, some things. Anybody for the good of the group before I do a deep dive here? Anything pressing on your heart that uh, you want to make sure you get out there? I, I hope I assume Liberty Mel's in here. Mel, I don't know, get yourself ready. I want you to. Come in here and talk a little bit about what what happened to you. Anybody? Quickly before we do. All right. Well, yesterday I alluded I alluded to the fact that when we were down in uh, at the the go go ye therefore conference down in, in uh, Dayton that uh, we had a couple people that ended up in the clink, and I didn't really want really to go into much detail about it just to protect the. World. Names have been changed to protect the innocent. I, just, I, didn't, I didn't want to go into it without – just didn't want to do it. But it happened to Liberty Mel. Uh, Liberty Mel Harrison was, was spent, spent the entire weekend in jail, along with David Paxton. Paxton spent the entire weekend in jail. And uh, so she was uh, – we'll let her tell her. I want you to hear this story, folks, because this stuff – how, how do you support your government? when they're out of control I, I'm, I'm going to get into that deeper isn't that the question that we all face you know the Constitution guarantees us the right to petition our government for redress of grievances how's that working how, how do we how do we do that what do you, what do you do when you know that you are being unrighteously dealt with what, what do you do? are we to roll over and take it so that happened to Mel she had an account of this uh, last saturday morning and it ended up she ended up in the pokey so mel uh, if you could mel just come in here don't say too much cuz we don't want to jeopardize any type of legal action i want to thank roger weaver stepped forward is going to going to help with uh, when she has to go back to court but uh, just come in and mel fill us in a little bit of what happened
4: Yeah. um, So, I mean, never in a million years would I have thought that God would take me to the jail. (laughs) So, but I was pulled over for a very minor um, violation. I was um, driving on a suspended license without my knowledge. So they ran my plates. They pulled me over. And um, without saying too much, they wanted to take my vehicle and they wanted to take me. So I said, I do not comply. I will not comply with this. And so the um panic look on the policeman's face when I uttered those words. Is this a
5: state highway uh, now? Or is this a local police? What are you dealing with?
4: It was a local township police. You know, okay. I so um anyway, I I I put out a couple of calls to friends and I'm like, you know, if it's a problem with my driver's license, then somebody else should be able to drive my car, you know, like there's no reason for you to take me in my car. So Anyway, long story short, I resisted that arrest and um, I ended up getting tased by the police. I have bruises all over me and, um, you know, pretty much the whole left side of my body. But anyway, it was though that's the worst part of the experience was actually the dealing with the police part. I mean, we we all think, you know, back the blue and all of that. But I'm like, I tell you what, this experience makes me rethink all of that. Um, And then I think it was just, I mean, I was praying the whole time and um, I knew God had me and I didn't know why it was happening, but I knew he had me. So, you know, I got to the jail and sat in a really cold room um, from about 10 o'clock until five o'clock in the evening. So about seven hours. And then they moved me up into the into the housing area.
5: So they're booking you in, whatever. They just put you in this room, and you're just sitting in this it, cold room.
4: It wasn't just me; all the ladies sat there. No. So, okay. um, and we were all freezing. So, anyway, went upstairs. Um, but the best experience was the being in the jail part. I tell you what, it felt like a two day mission trip. I was able to, and I'll tear up. I mean, I was able to minister and share with so many people there, and. um I mean, God just really used me, and the ladies there were so nice to me. I mean, they—they—it's just heartbreaking. I mean, moms away from their kids, the spirit of addiction that's on so many of them, and so, you know, I was able to pray Psalm ninety-one. I memorized it, so I was able to pray that prayer of protection over so many of those ladies. They knew
5: you were a Christian. I know you shared right up front. They knew that.
4: Well, I just. I didn't say a whole lot because I didn't know who they were. I didn't know how they were going to treat me. So, and the police would not let me bring my Bible with me. They they said they didn't have room. That the but they would not let me bring my Bible with me. So when I got there, there were some books that were just that were there for for the ladies to read. And I found a um, Dave. You'll hate this, but it was a Good News Translation of the New Testament. <laughs>
7: That's all right. <laughs>
4: But so I sat around really, I you know, there was an area where there was a television and a lot of the girls sat there, but I don't want to sit in front of that TV getting programmed. So I just sat away and pretty much just read the Bible a lot. So I think it was just without me saying it, they knew that I was, you know, a Christian. But um so many wonderful things really happened. Um there was a a young lady that came upstairs with me. We arrived at the same time. And she sat down, She's, she was not friendly to the others, but she had met me earlier, so she trusted me and knew me. And she she said, you know, she looked at the clock on the wall and she goes, I, I really don't know how to, to tell time by that clock. And it was the clock with the hands. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh. I, I can teach you how to tell that time, you know? So I taught her about, you know, reading a clock and, you know, the, the numbers were like five minutes and I went through and I said, do you get it? I said, so, you know, so anyway, that was... Oh, oh. They put me up on a top bunk initially. Okay, so there were, I think there was housing in there for, like, either 40 or 80. I'm like, there were were 40 bunk beds, so that means that it could have housed 80 people in there. So they initially put me up on the top bunk, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, there was no ladder or anything going up there. So I'm just trying to, like.
5: Because you're a tall woman now. How tall are you now?
4: I'm six feet and I'm almost 60 years old. So like they're putting this <laughs> 60 year old woman on the top bunk. Uh, maybe they thought I looked younger. I don't know, but okay. So I, once I got up there, I was just kind of laughing. I'm like, I think I'm going to need a guardrail. <laughs> but then there was a bunk that um, opened up lower and then the girls actually there, they went to the corrections officer and they said, we need to move her down. She, she needs to be on a So there are just so many kindnesses. Um, There was a girl next to me. I tried to buy socks because I knew I would be cold, you know, over the night. So, and then there was a girl next to me. She loaned me an extra pair of socks. Um, The the girls were so nice to me and I was really nice to them. And it was, it was really, it was a beautiful experience with them. One that's life changing for me. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I just, God puts you in these situations and um, he put me in that one for a reason. I don't know what fruit will come from it, but I feel confident that, I just tried to be obedient and, um, you know, my worst experience was really dealing with the police not being in the jail.
5: So Mel, uh, real quickly here, uh, they busted your window to get into your car because you wouldn't get out. You wouldn't comply. They busted the window. They tased you. They got you out. And then one of the charges they put up against you was uh, assault, right, Mel? Assault Mm -hmm. because evidently one of your fingernails scratched an officer on the arm. Is that right?
4: Yeah, I think that probably happened. <laughs> and
8: they
4: they How told me that know, they told me that that could know. be they told me that could be a felony, um, but it ended up being a you know a serious misdemeanor, I guess. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. So,
5: so, so you, they bailed you out. What kind of bail did you give you, Mel?
4: So it was it was unusual. It was a a ten thousand dollar bail that um, I mean it went from being six hundred and fifty dollars in the morning. To through the course of the day became ten thousand dollars. So people there, like again, the, the ladies that were around me, they're like, okay, I've never heard of anything like that. So they, so, they so, were
5: so Mel, Mel got put into the jail ministry yesterday. Isn't that awesome? Now listen, <laughs> David Paxton, David, our friend David Paxton, also showed up to help Mel. He came to get the car. Mel's been uh detained by the police, being tased by the police. David Paxton shows up and he has a driver with him, they're going to drive Mel's car. Rather than have it impounded, and I don't know exactly what happened, but it didn't take very long before David Paxton was on the ground and handcuffed and off to the clink as well. So he got out yesterday. Did he have a $10,000 bond as well, Mel? Yeah, $10,000. Now, folks, I don't know if you know this. If you post $10,000 bail and you show up, you get your money back. If you go to a bail bondsman, then the bail bondsman can put – just 10% of it down for you. So the bail bondsman has to put a thousand dollars down and then he gets to keep the thousand dollars. So if you go and you pay the full 10, you get it back. If you get a bail bondsman, you only pay a thousand, but he keeps it. So it's, it, it's a, it's an unbelievable racket. So now I just, I don't want to get too too far into this. I just wanted people to know, because a lot of people have heard rumors is exactly what went on. Yeah. You'd, you didn't fight. You didn't knock anybody out. You just said, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not compliant. They want they want to take my car. They want to take me. And all it is is a speeding ticket that I didn't pay. And I'm driving under a suspended license and didn't even know it. That was bas- That's basically it right now?
4: Yep.
5: Wow, 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 wow. So there's there's a story, and she's sticking to it. Joe Allen, come in real quick. Jack, come in, and then we'll, we'll go a different direction. Myra, get ready. Go, Joe. Um,
0: not to pry anything.
7: But how much was your speed ticket?
4: So that was the problem, because when, when I got the ticket many months ago, there was no amount on the ticket. So I wasn't sure how much to pay. I got a letter that said you need to pay twenty five dollars or your license is going to wow. be.
7: suspended.
4: So I sent twenty five dollars I mailed it i i I have to look today like to to get the check number and stuff, but I did pay the twenty five dollars so it's either that there's a clerical error in my county or I misunderstood they they said twenty five dollars but maybe that was i don't know maybe that was a late fee or
1: something. Do you know what I mean
4: like maybe it wasn't the full amount but but yeah, it was a twenty five dollar ticket that I thought was handled
1: <laughs> yeah that's that's too expensive <laughs> out
5: there.
7: It went over and beyond and joseph
5: this is, this, is, this is what uh, this is one of the things that bothers me folks, just so you're all aware of this. The police department have these scanners in their cars that they can scan every license plate of every car they drive past, and so they drove by mail, they scanned their license plate, and it came up as a suspended license pulled her over. now, I don't know what you guys think uh, that seems to be an invasion of privacy to me. And probably goes back to the Patriot Act and some of that some of that kind of stuff and yeah and uh, look
8: on, you look on the back of their units there's a square box there's two of them and they face or four of them and they they face different directions they also have private vehicles that go in and out of the parking
5: lots that look for uh, uh people <laughs> yeah they're looking for yeah yeah looking for drug dealers like Mel and that's what they that's what they're looking for uh well, anyway I just, Mel you can I want to congratulations.
4: Say and sure. then they they can hold you for forty eight hours without. I mean, once they have you, like they don't. They can hold you for forty eight hours. So not only can they pull you over, then they can hold you for forty eight hours. Like that seems like a real invasion that you can just pick somebody up and hold them for forty eight hours.
5: So you would, especially they get you on a weekend, right? You would think, folks, wouldn't you think that they would have a judge on duty twenty four hours a day? To set bail for people, because Mel spent two days in jail waiting for a judge to give her, let her out. What if she's totally completely innocent? How does she get those two days back? Right? Our uh, it's, our, our legal system such a racket. Bless you, Mel. I want to. I want to. I want to move on. God bless you. Congratulations. You'll never view jail the same, nor being arrested the same. It
6: changes you. Jack, come on in. Yeah. welcome to prison ministry. Uh, <laughs> That's right, Mike. My, my question was on, on what Joe said. See, we we've, we've go right past the invasion of privacy issue to all the other violations that they brought on you. It's the same concept of, well, show me your ID. Wait a minute. It's not about whether I have ID. It's whether I am required to have ID. Is there a law that says I have to have ID? Yep. No, sorry we 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 brush right past their fishing expedition and you did exactly exactly the right thing don't ever comply there we we have to stop the fishing expeditions cuz that's all they're doing they were raising money for the town there's
5: con- there's consequences to not complying folks we're going to find this in every area of our life there's a consequence to it so you have to bible says count the cost count the cost so, Mel, I hope you counted the cost of not complying. It cost you a couple days in jail and a lot, a lot of inconvenience and probably some type of fine. So Count the cost. Realize that if we comply just because we don't want to pay the cost of, of having our rights violated, well, then we're going to get more of what we, of what we have. Don't,
6: Let's, don't pay the fine. Don't pay the fine. You haven't got the ability to pay it. They don't have the ability to collect. Article 1, Section 10, no state shall make anything but gold or silver coin, tender payment of debt. Well, you can't pay it, and they can't collect it.
5: Jack, that's a whole nother can of worms. Dr. Mike Spalding, come on in. Good to hear you, Doc. Funny.
2: Hey, Coach, I don't want to steal David Paxton's thunder. Maybe you should have him on to discuss this in detail. But it, talk about jail ministry. He was able to lead five people to faith in Christ while he was <laughs> the, the weekend. Somehow I, knew. Somehow I knew he would handle it well, you know. <laughs> well, I told him last night, I said – that's why they let you go because you were going to convert the whole jailhouse they said get you out of here. Put them out of
5: business and put them out of business, right?
2: That's right. Amen.
5: Hey, my Mike, you had a great, a great uh, event this week. Anything you'd like to say? About it was, it was as good as any of I've, I've ever been to. Mike, That's, I'm not blowing smoke at you. It was really, really good.
2: You no, know, it's, it's, it's the prayer and the fasting and and asking mm-hmm. God to show up in His presence, and He sure did. He He poured it out on us. I appreciate you participating, Coach.
5: Uh, Dr. Mike, can they still, can they still purchase the live streaming? Can they, is there some, any way that they can, those who haven't seen, folks, I'm telling you, it's, it's worth it. It's a, it's a good archive of stuff that you, you, would, Derek and Sharon Gilbert and some of Dr. Mike and Lake, some of the deep stuff they went into was really, really good. Is yeah. there a way they can do that? Is there a way they can do that, doc?
2: Yeah, there is. So uh, talking with Pastor Neil, we decided we were going to keep that, uh, keep the conference available. It's the same cost but it's going to be archived forever. So if, if you want to view those, and as a bonus, we're going to let people have access to 2020. So, so. Fifth, what is it? 20, 59, $59. Yeah. 50 yeah is the $59. Yep. Yep. $59. Yep. yep. They can have two okay. years of the conference available to them. So.
5: So yeah. make, do this folks, uh, just make it look at it as an offering to Dr. Mike Spalding's uh, church and, uh, you get a benefit for that for that donation. Appreciate you, Doc. All all you do, man. I know the headaches of putting that together.
2: Thank you, guys. Uh, Love you, brother.
5: Go, uh, you can find. Oh, it's up on the screen there. Oh, Spencer, I'm got to give you a raise. A good, uh, good job. It's up on the screen, so you can buy you can buy uh, the live streaming there right now. I suggest you do it, Keith. Quickly. I'm sorry, not Keith. Come on in. Yes, sir. If
7: anybody uh, if you get in trouble and for-profit in these for profit corporation municipalities. If he ever gets stopped or anything like that, or ever have any incursion with him, plead not guilty, and everybody take it to court. After a while, it gets too busy. They don't want to do it no more.
5: Uh, makes makes sense, Keith. It is. This, our system is really, 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 I'm going to jump into that in a second. So uh, I skipped over Myra. Myra, go ahead, and then I'll get to do my little monologue here after Myra. In. Coach, go ahead, Myra.
9: I will be delighted to do so. It is written Psalm 19, 1 through 14. The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork, day unto utter a speech and night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language, where their voice is not heard, their line is gone out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world, and them have he set a tabernacle for the sun, which is a bridegroom coming out of the chamber and rejoices as a strong man to run a race his going forth is from end of the heaven and his circuit unto the ends of it and there is nothing hid from the half therefore the law of the Lord is perfect converting mm. the soul the mm. testimony of the Lord is sure making wise the simple The statutes of the Lord are right. Rejoice in the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is green, enduring forever. The judgment of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold. Yeah, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and keeping of them there is a great reward. Who can understand his errors? Crenst thou me from secret faults? Keep back thy servants also from presumption's sense. I mm. let them not have dominion over me, then shall I be be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let thy words of my mouth and my meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Holy Trinity, you're welcome to Coach Dave Haddle, and we open our hearts to you. I release the anointing that breaks the power of evil. In Jesus' name, Amen.
5: Amen. Amen. Boy, he talks about the law, doesn't he? The Lord talks a lot about the law; it's important. I want to, I want to take you here for a second, Jack. Did you want to say something or not? Real quickly? No.
6: Yeah, real, Myra, real quick. Uh,
5: Myra, take your hand down because that'll distract me. If you will, go ahead, uh, Jack.
6: Okay. When the, the the idea was that everybody plead not guilty. Well, when I go into those court courtrooms, I do not plead. I state. That I'm only here under threat of arrest, and I do not plead anything from this court. I am simply here to inform you that I am innocent because I am innocent until proven guilty, which is what you said in your opening monologue. Therefore, you will not enter a plea of not guilty. You will simply say that I am innocent until proven guilty. They go crazy.
5: Amen. Amen. So, friends, I was—I've I, I, been—I've been made aware. Uh, uh, I want to say this in, in, a, in a sensitive, I, I knew this all along. I, I know that our show is being very, very closely monitored. Uh, Marva, take your hand down. It's distracting to me if you would. Every time I look up there, uh, look, uh, I know our show is being closely monitored. Okay. They don't like what we're doing. And I don't say that to scare anybody. I don't say that to act like we're important. I don't, none, none of that kind of stuff. And, you know, when we talked to David, um, um last week, he, he talked about the fact that the investigation is still ongoing. And, uh, you know, I got I got a tip that uh, some uh, investigation is still going on regarding January 6th uh, with us. I want I want to make this, folks, I want to make this very, very clear. If you could for me, Spencer, pull up the First Amendment of the Constitution. Folks, First Amendment of the Constitution. I've done this a number of times, but I'm going to do it again because it's critically important that we understand it. And if we don't understand that this is part of the – of the First Amendment to the Constitution as well. This God-given, inalienable right. These are all inalienable, God-given. So the First Amendment says, guarantees freedoms. It guarantees freedoms. Look, hey! Didn't mean to yell. It doesn't grant rights. Are you reading with me? The First Amendment guarantees freedoms. Wait, let me stop a minute. Freedoms from who? Who does the First Amendment guarantee freedoms from? Government. An important question. Government. Government. Law enforcement, government officials, agents, FBI agents, CIA. I'll go, no, you wouldn't have any of those. Uh, Secret Service agents. The First Amendment guarantees us freedoms concerning religion expression. Time out a minute. What's expression? Spencer, get ready here today. Get ready. Get Mr. Webster up there. So we have the right to expression. See if he can spell. Expression. The act of uttering, declaring, or representing. An utterance. A phrase. A mode of speech. In rhetoric, elocution. Diction. A particular manner of utterance. In painting. Okay. Music. So what is expression? It is expressing, uttering, in one way or another, what you believe or what you feel. Okay, go back to the First Amendment, all right? So the First Assembly guarantees people uh, freedoms concerning religion. We know that. Expression, free speech, assembly, and the right to petition. I'm going to stop right there, folks. All of those things are granted unrestricted freedom by the United States Constitution. Government cannot interfere it forbids Congress from promoting one religion over others it doesn't do that though it doesn't but that's their interpretation and also restricting an individual's religious practices so if you want if you don't want to take a jab the First Amendment guarantees your right to not take a jab do you see that friends do you see this it's protection the First Amendment protects you from your government. Sorry. It guarantees freedom of expression by prohibiting Congress. Now listen, if Congress can't do it, your local police can't do it. If Congress cannot violate your right to freedom of expression, your local cops can't do it either. Amen. It guarantees freedom of expression by prohibiting Congress from restricting the rights of individuals, to speak freely. Spencer, speak, speak. To utter words, to utter a speech, to talk, to express opinions, to discourse, to make mention, to give a sound, to utter with the mouth or to pronounce. But you can also speak by holding a sign. You can also speak by sitting down. You can also speak by marching. Speech, free speech, isn't just limited to what comes out of your mouth. Number seven, to communicate, to express silently or by sounds. That is speech. Go back to the Constitution. First Amendment. I'm going somewhere. Stay with me. It also guarantees the right of the citizens to peaceably assemble. Can somebody say January 6th? Washington DC. Can anybody say that? Does anybody know of anybody in Coach Dave Live or of the people that we took that went to Washington, DC for anything other than peaceable assembly? Can anybody does anybody know anybody? Does anybody know anybody that was arrested? Anybody that had a gun? Anybody that beat somebody up? Anybody do we know anybody that did that? Because we have the right to show up in Washington, DC, even though they don't like us to be there. We have the right to do that. And to petition their government. To petition their government. So I, I want to say this in the defense of those of us who are part of the huddle, part of Coach Dave Live, the Salt and Light Brigade. Uh, if I began to list some of the places that we have been, that I have been, in the last while. We went to Hillary's house. We went to Obama's house. We went to Bill Barr's house. We went to the Guidestones. We went to we, – we've been – folks, we've been, I've been a lot of places. Been a lot of places. And not one time. Not one time. Has any one of our group been accused of violating the law, was ever arrested, was ever charged? Not one time did any of us ever, ever do anything other than show up and peaceably assemble. Now, when I showed up at Washington, D.C., no matter what the FBI and all those folks may try to say, I went to peaceably assemble the fact that I'm there does not mean I had anything to do with anybody who broke in. I don't control them. I don't control them. And if you go back and you look at our history, we have done nothing except peaceably assemble. Go, go back as far as Hey, folks, i got a picture of me standing with Bill Barr, the Attorney General of the United States. We went to his house, by the way, he worked for me. He came. I took a picture with him. We prayed with him. He never felt threatened. We never we never did it. We never threatened. We never told him we were gonna tie him up by horses and drag him through the streets. We went and we did what? We peaceably assembled to petition the government. So here's what's going on. They're trying to, they're doing everything they can to lump together. Anybody who showed up on January 6th as coming there as an insurrection. We know that whole thing's a lie. We, that's what David Summerall was talking about the last time. They've made, it, it is a lie. It is a lie. Everywhere, I went to Hillary Clinton's house. We took 150 some people with us. And you would have to look really, really hard to probably go find a police record of even if they even knew that we were there. We picked up our trash when we were done. We went to peaceably assemble and petition our government for a redress of grievances. Same thing when we went to Barr's house. He came out. He wasn't afraid of us. He came out. We didn't threaten him. We went to Obama's house. He didn't come out. We, we went to Biden's house. Why? We are peaceably assembling to petition the government. Joe Biden is the president of the United States. He's not a king. He's not above me. He's a co-citizen, folks. Co-citizens. And the the push that we're seeing right now, especially through Merrick Garland, who's mad because he didn't get on the Supreme Court, so he's going to get as many folks as he can. My opinion, my opinion. As we see an out of control, out of control government. Now, what are somebody help me here? What are out? What are our options? Peaceably assemble, petition the government. And John Diamond did a fantastic presentation the other, the other day down at Dr. Spalding's event. And John showed, uh, slide down a little bit now, Spencer, roll down to the, to the actual amendment itself. Okay, look, right, folks, ask yourself this. This is why I do what I do, and I understand what I do is risky. Okay? Congress shall make no respecting the establishment of a religion. Hey, folks, is there freedom of religion in America today? No. No, there isn't. Do they prohibit the free exercise? Do you, have, do you have free exercise of your speech? No. Everywhere you go, there's an ordinance. You can't stalk here. You can't stand there. Everywhere you go. Third, is there freedom of speech? No. No. They're banning you everywhere you look. Four. Of the press, same thing. The, and number four, The right of the people to peaceably assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievances. They want to use January 6th to make uh, gathering illegal. They want to take away that only right of the First Amendment that is still there. How do we... Petition our government. And if I go and peaceably assemble and petition my government, and am I am I part of an insurrection because other people engaged in some type of behavior? Is free speech, am I allowed to stand up in the, in the middle of a crowd and free speech and say, Arrest all of them? They're violating the law. Arrest them. Is that insurrection, friends? No. That's what that those are the games they're playing against us, okay? all powerful government never to be questioned by the people never that's 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 where we are so i want you to know they're still snooping around still snooping around how long's it been how long ago was january 6th two years over 2 years ago 2 years ago they're still snooping around trying to make sure that they can lump me and us who peaceably we have peaceably assembled all across America. But they want to lob us in with the planted antifa people, government plants who did the destruction and then paint us all with that same broad brush. These are these are <laughs> these are perilous times. RJ, come on in. Can't hear you, RJ.
7: Hey coach there you go yeah greetings everybody blessings well you know uh i think roger popped out maybe he's listening on the phone but as as he would tell us uh you know the courts have the rules of conduct just like any other business and they're they're in the business of the municipality raising money so what they do when you go to court is like jack said they have you come in under their jurisdiction. When you're under their jurisdiction and if you plead whether it's guilty not guilty or no contest you've accepted jurisdiction so what what we're going to be doing and, and maybe mel's experience will be a, a good jumping off point i mean if you can stop them at, i don't know if she could have stopped them the point she was at but when you come in you're, you're coming in under special appearance you're not coming in ever recognizing that they have personal jurisdiction over you, and that's where you stop the 14th Amendment uh, takeover, right? The 14th Amendment's where they put us under their whole system of statutory control. So if you want to activate your protections of the First Amendment, speech, religion, and so forth, you have to m- remove yourself from that that system that the, the, the municipality controls with their rules. And it, it's uh there's a lot mm-hmm. of assemblies, there's a lot of groups working on this. And uh I think we're I think we're getting to a place where we can hit critical mass if we get the right the right training and people doing it in their local communities.
5: So but but, but RJ, here's what they want to do. Their plan is to uh you know, when they the, when they arrest people, they come in the middle of the night, they got all those sirens gone, they make a big show, and then everybody in the neighborhood says, Well golly, why did they why did they arrest that guy? And they say, well I don't know, but he, you know, he's been anti-government. That's how they spread the fear, folks. That's how So they say, oh, I'm not going to speak up. And boy, I'm not going to say anything. And they take away our most valuable uh, liberty, freedom
7: of speech, the right to speak. Folks, we are.
5: Well, you know you can't
7: speak, they will tell you you can't speak if you walk in the court with the judge and until you make. It clear that you know when you go i'm here by special appearance and he can't shut you down which typically they'll say no your your bill of rights does not apply here because you're right. under the contract of your license and you're a citizen yep. of the u.s
5: yep. so so when, so, so, when, so when jeff klein shows up at the school board they give him three minutes really he gets three minutes Where, how do that folks read right here will you Congress shall make make no law regarding establishment of religion, free exercise, of, bridging the freedom of speech. If Congress can't do it, can the school board do it? You say, well, Coach, they would never get through the meetings if they didn't have some rules and regulations. I get it. But I have the right to petition the school board for redress of grievances, and sometimes it takes more than three minutes. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Come on. So So they get all their government enforcement guys out enforcing government rules not individual it's upside down you see it you see it that's what we're dealing with uh, rj thanks uh, rj paul come on in
2: i was uh just recalling that uh, new hampshire my next door neighbor was trying to pass a bill that made it a felony to argue with your physician <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: Yeah, there you go, man. Yeah. You talk I'm, about fear I'm
2: going I'm to the hospital.
5: <laughs> Do what you must to me. I don't and care. Freedom of no speech. Problem. Freedom of speech and right. Second Amendment. A well-regulated militia. See, folks, come on now, start thinking here, will you? They put the first. They put the ten. I'm sorry, the first ten amendments in the order that they chose. They didn't just randomly do it. So they talked first about liberties and freedoms. We know this: where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, right? So what's the first thing they want to do? They want to take away the spirit of the Lord because that's where all the liberties emanate from, right? So if if you can't say uh, if you can't stand up and speak on behalf of the Lord, they've violated the very nature of who you are as a person, right? But they've eliminated. So when when God has just become uh, one of the when Jesus Christ, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, just becomes one of a group of religious fi- uh, figures. Well, we've then we've already we're already behind the eight ball on it because then the government can come in and silence Jesus, right? With me, but after the First Amendment, they felt the First Amendment was so important that they gave us the second. Spencer, can you pull that up there real quickly? The purpose of the Second Amendment, folks, is to ensure the first. You get don't you get it? The set, it's not to go go hunting, which is what they want to tell us. Uh second Spencer's looking for it. I can quote it to you. A well-regulated militia being necessary. There it is. There it is. Went right by it. Second amendment. A well-regulated militia being necessary for the security of a free state. By the way, state, not feds, not feds. The well-regulation militia was designed to protect you from an overreaching federal government. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not Be infringed. They said, we're giving you all these individual liberties, all these individual rights. And by the way, we're going to give you guns to defend yourself against the government. Folks, there's no other way to say it. It makes us feel uncomfortable. But they had just been through it. They knew exactly what it was. Spencer, real quickly, infringed, infringed. What would Mr. Webster say infringed is? Broken, violated, or transgressed. So the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be broken, violated, or transgressed, period. They can't make gun laws. They can't make, they can't, folks, come on, right? So we know this, that when the the founders gave us the guns to defend us against overreaching government, the government knows that, so what's the government want to do? They want to take away your guns. It took away your liberty. It took your religious liberty, your freedom of spe- uh, uh, speech, your freedom of religion, the f- right of uh, to peaceably assemble. And now they're going to take away your guns. So the first five rights granted to us by God, the government said, "Nope, can't have that. Can't have that. Can't have that. Can't have that. Can't have that." That's what we're dealing with here. Right? There are none of us that want to take up arms. I've never in my life ever for the, our good old FBI buddies out there taking notes. I never in the first time ever, ever, ever told somebody to take up on it. Ever, ever, never said it. I never, ever said it. Ever, ever. And I don't care what some other idiot did up in Washington, D.C. You're not going to tie me to that. Come on in, Kevin.
0: All right, Coach. So let's say uh, you and Michelle went to Walmart. And while you guys are in the sporting goods section, somebody up front at the uh, at the checkouts holds up one of the uh, one of the ladies doing the checkouts, and he robs her. Are you guilty of that crime just because you were there during the? Well, campaign?
5: no, no, Kevin. It'd be worse than this. It's If I was standing outside saying boycott Walmart, Walmart ripped me off. Real, Walmart isn't fair. Walmart cheats its customers. And then she did it. Then they would blame me. That's, what, they, right. that's they, what they're doing in Washington DC. Right. Understand well,
0: that. Well, you, yeah, they go, "Well, you were there." "Oh, you were there during the commission of a crime. You were there." But that doesn't well, mean you incited you it.
5: I inserted it. it, Kevin. Yeah. I inserted well, it.
0: Now, another thing, Dave, is what they're doing is they're charging people with trespassing. Did you see any no trespassing signs? No, there weren't any. Okay, no, any. No, no signs saying restricted area. And no. what Sean, what Sean told us is that they're now trying to expand that zone of no mm-hmm. trespassing out to the full grounds. Well, what was the zone on January 6th? You see what I'm saying? I don't know. Like, you know how they love to change the rules midway right. through the game? Okay. So on January 6th, what was the zone? Because hey, I don't oh, think John, you has, got anywhere near it. Yeah, I don't think you went anywhere the, over the line. So
5: here's a, better, here's a better question How can I petition the government for redress of grievances if I'm not even allowed on the property? somebody help me out with that one yep. judah public, come on in. Public,
0: pro- public property that you paid for
5: that's sure. right it's the people's house they call it the people's house I, di- I didn't break one window i didn't do one bit of damage i didn't do one threat i didn't do anything other than i showed up to peaceably assemble to petition my government for redress of grievances and now they're trying to call guys like us lawbreakers it's unbelievable judah
1: hey coach obviously uh all these things are very, very fresh in our minds and our heads. And uh, you were, we, people were, we were there for prayer and uh, right. petition. And um, you know what? I had a, a refresh of the same topics this weekend. I don't know if, uh, if Brett filled you in at all. But uh, <clears throat> I went to a, uh, a conference that I've been going to for 22 years. And uh, on, on Friday, uh, went to a baseball game in a public setting and uh, brought my Appeal to Heaven flag and was trying to express my First Amendment rights. And uh, as you know, this is with a particular business, um, Uh starting with Letter A, and uh, everything repeated itself. Um, I was denied my First Amendment rights. Um, They uh, tried to bully me. They tried to silence me. And ultimately, they ended up arresting me illegally uh, for being able to stand up for our country and calling them out so basically they said that i was trespassing and i said okay great i have a ticket it's a paid ticket here and so ultimately out of respect i left and went outside and had my flag and stood there and they barraged me the police did and the owner of this uh, particular line of sponsorship uh, told them that hey, I was uh, not allowed to be there, and, but I was expressing my First Amendment rights, and so you know what? what I spent the night, the night in jail. And um, you know, I think I'd do it all over again. But the point was, is that they broke our constitutional rights. That's right. And um, That's right. it's it's unfortunate, but you know what? We'll stand with integrity. We'll stand and call out those people who are doing wrong. Um, we'll stand and call out those people. But more importantly, we'll honor our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ.
5: That's right. And Judah, it will not come without a price. Folks, well, you better realize this. Some of us are going to have to pay a price. Mel paid a price. David Paxton paid a price. Judah paid a price. Uh, we will not push back against this tyrant without having to pay a price. Amen. Some of us, I mean, it's just, I. I wish I could make it feel better. Nobody on a football field ever tackles somebody without paying a price. It hurts. It hurts. Nobody exactly. even gets on the field without paying a price. You got to get in shape to even get out there. It hurts, and we we want our, we want to be able to secure our rights without any skin in the game. It's, and folks, it's just heading that way. We have a we have a great conflict against a overreach of a of a federal government and people who want nothing more than to peaceably assemble and be left alone.
1: That's that's what, that's and, what we're finding. And the biggest part was that all they want to do was silence me. Because they knew the truth,
5: and you were telling them the truth, and they wanted the signs. So you had a ticket, and they threw you out. They give you your money back? Nope. Oh boy, I'd, I'd find an attorney. See, we, people say, I'll coach Well, we got that's the only that's the only thing they understand, friends. It's the only thing they understand. Blessed Judah, Craig, come Thanks. on in.
8: Well, if you look at where they put the national Christmas tree at the Capitol, it's pretty much where everybody was standing. So it's not off the grounds,
5: <laughs> right? Look, Craig, you were there, right? Everybody was all over those grounds. There wasn't anybody stopping you saying you can't go up there. Sir, 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 sir stop! Sir, you can. You're, not, you're on restricted property. There would not anybody doing that. There weren't any signs. Well, like, this uh, is.
8: Hey, I've well, gone down and seen the national Christmas tree many years. Uh, you know, it's that uh, yeah. that they, they don't they don't kick you off the ground. It's it's no,
5: Well, can you get a can you go on a tour of the of the of the capital? I think you can. Can't you? You can just go up and walk around. I think I think he could. But not if you come to peacefully assemble to petition your government. Oh, oh no, no, no! We draw the line there. That's for sure, oh,
0: Reggie. Coach, coach, those grounds have always been public access. Why is that one day any different?
5: Well, I'm trying to show you why. I'm trying to show you why, Reggie. Go then, deal.
0: Yeah, coach. I, 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 we, we want
3: to believe that we have authority and rights under the Constitution. But the thing that is really hard for many people to understand is we don't because we entered into contract with the Babylonian system. That's why we look at it and we go, why are they not complying? Why are they not obeying? Why are they, why are they violate? Well, they're not violating because we've lapped up everything they've had to offer us in contracts left, left, right and center. So in order to be able to implement our true freedoms under God, we have to come out of the system. Yep, yep. <laughs> That's the hard part, but you well, have first, to you do it.
5: understand what Reggie is saying. When you get a driver's license, you are complying with their rules and regulations. It's what, it's, uh, you, we're doing this to ourselves. Now, I don't want to get too deep in the weeds. Are you all looking at me? Why do you need a driver's license? Why do you need a driver's license to travel? Thanks folks. Thanks. Dale and Mark.
10: Can hear you, Dale? You disappeared. Mark. I'm sorry. Sorry, coach, I accidentally hit the hang up button instead of the unmute button, brother. Hey man, let me tell you what, the same reason, why do I need a gun permit? I think that I think that one's established right there in the second amendment. Brother, you know, here, here's a little history for us. You know, we've seen the the rebellion to tyrants, right? is obedience yep. to God. Do you know? And I mean you probably do. This sign was uh, was petitioned by Benjamin Franklin to be the seal of the United States. And Thomas Jefferson liked it so much that he appropriated it for his own seal. And when you look on that, it was a picture of Moses on one side and Pharaoh's army drowning in the river and a fire pillar right in the middle of the both of them. We need to get back to this. This is the understanding with this, this petitioning of the government. It's not just to go up there and tell them our problems. It's about where well, comes a time, brother, when we have to cast off the restraints of a government to establish proper government, the foundations are destroyed. What are the righteous people gonna do? One of the things in the video, if you look on Matt Brock's timeline, when he confronted the police out in front of that clinic where they all got served face charges, he told the police officer and the officer said, we're gonna look at the DA and whatever he says, that's what we're gonna do. Matt Brock says, well, you do what you gotta do, but we're gonna obey God rather than man because that's exactly where the establishment mm-hmm. comes from is that our laws are derived from the word. This is that Bugs Life moment, right, where the grasshopper says, we got to keep them down. We got to keep them underfoot. Do they? Do yeah. we not realize that we outnumber those governmental pundits That's up right. there, you know, and this is where we got to uh, rise up?
5: Dale, we are the law keepers. They are the law breakers.
10: Rebellion. You know,
5: to, right? We are the law keepers. They are the law
8: breakers. Folks.
10: Rebellion to the tyrants is obedience to God. Mark
7: Trump.
8: Yeah, real quick, Coach. We knew the secure area before we went up there on January 6th. Remember when we went before and did the Jericho March? Yeah. There was SWAT teams where? All the way around the perimeter of that parking lot.
5: Mm -hmm. remember
8: when we we went, there were no cars there. They weren't in session. But there was a perimeter. That's because that parking lot is protected. OK, but not on January 6. Y'all remember those barriers that we walked around were all the way up against the, the building, leaning against the wall. So they removed their perimeter prior to January 6. That's obvious. And they put us when we walked onto the parking lot, they put us in a position of a protected area. If you They invited know, us in. Yeah. If you didn't know that parking lot was protected and, and you could be arrested, if you didn't know that, it doesn't matter. But we know that before we went up there, they didn't let us down the parking lot. They didn't.
5: Right. We didn't. There
8: was SWAT team and there was no one in the building. Why did they remove the trucks and guns and barriers and gates and guards on January 6th if not to invite us in? I believe the trespassing charges are going to stick because it's been laid out that way for years and years and years. What we did is we didn't stop at the barrier, even though it wasn't there. We should have known to stop at that barrier, blah, blah, blah. That's what they leaned on. That's why they kept pulling us closer and closer. Everyone on that parking lot is guilty.
5: So that's why there's a difference between something being legal and something being lawful.
8: It's very important. They play to the letter of these stupid laws, and they they barbecue us because of these stupid letters and these stupid laws, and we go along with them. You know, isn't that
6: exactly
5: what Jesus criticized the Pharisees for? That they heaped on women undue burdens, things that they could not live with. He said that's what Amen. that's what they do, and that's that's become that's that's become the Feds. Okay. Folks, look, I'm not anti every. Everywhere I've been, and I've been a lot of places, a lot of places. I got arrested for taking water to Terry Schiavo, way back when they were killing her. I didn't take a gun. I didn't assault anybody. I simply peaceably protested, which I believe the First Amendment guarantees us the right to do. And they are criminalizing it, folks. They are criminalizing peaceful assemblies.
3: Joanne, then Jean. Ah, uh, yes, I was there. In 2005, our church group went to um, tour the White House, and I want you to know that <laughs> there was guards everywhere with guns. Um, I had a wand rolled over me because I had long hair, and it was done up with pins, and so they kept doing the wand over my head because uh, it kept going off but, That's how secure they were. And I asked them about, you know, the people inside. And they said, well, everybody that works in the White House, everybody, right down to the people who are preparing their foods, are members of the Secret Service. So Mm -hmm. everybody in there, you know, you could not walk in that place without the door being opened, is what I'm saying. And once you got inside, I want you to know that the Bible is everywhere. The verses are all over the ceilings around <clears throat> the fireplaces.
5: It's amazing. It's a beautiful place. So, Joe what they do? They make laws and then hire law enforcement. Come on, Gene. Can't hear you, Gino. Can't hear you, Gino.
10: Okay, I thought I was. It always goes off automatically for some reason. Anyway, talking about a contract, it takes two parties to make a contract. You signed your driver's license, but who else signed it? Nobody else. No, nobody else. There's no contract no. because you they <laughs> violated it.
5: Amen. Color of law, folks. Color of law. Hey, listen. I'm full of energy. I'm excited about where we are. I'm just telling you, we are in a war. It's, it's not a war of our choosing. I don't want to be in conflict with, with those who... Rule over me. I don't want to be in conflict with him. I want to. Have, I want to have a peaceable life. A peaceable life for my children. That's what I want. I'm not into violence. I'm not into shooting people. I'm not into insurrections. I'm not into to tearing down governmental walls. I'm not. I'm none of that stuff. There. You follow us. There is no trail of destruction. Every place we have been, we have been for the most part law-abiding citizens peaceably assembling, doing nothing more than petitioning our government for a redress of our grievances, which is our God-given inalienable right. See you tomorrow.